of other peoples to lead our country to destruction. The Roosevelt administration is the third powerful group which has been carrying this country toward war.
I congratulate Governor Brown, as uh, Herb Klein has already indicated, for his victory. He has, I think, the greatest honor and the greatest responsibility of uh, any governor in the United States. And as he has this honor and this responsibility, I, I, uh, I think that uh, he will now have certainly uh, a position of, of uh, tremendous interest for America and uh, as well as for the people of California. I wish him well. Uh, I wish him well, not only from a personal standpoint, because there were never on my part any personal considerations. Uh, I believe Governor Brown has a heart, uh, even though he believes I do, do not. Uh, I believe he is a good American, even though he feels I am not. And uh, therefore, I wish him well, because uh, he is the governor of the first state one, uh, and uh, I want this state to be led with uh, courage, I want it to be led decisively, and I want it to be led with the conservative, the and all. Never during the course of the campaign raised a personal consideration against his opponent. Never allowed any words indicated that his opponent uh, was motivated by lack of heart or lack of patriotism to pass his lips. I am proud of the fact that I defended my opponent's patriotism. Uh, you gentlemen didn't report it, but I am proud that I did that. Uh, I am proud also that I defended the fact that he was a man of good motives, a man that I disagreed with very strongly, but a man of good motives. I want that for once, gentlemen. I would appreciate if you would write what I'm saying uh, in that respect. Uh, I think it's very important that you write in the lead, uh, in the lead. Now, I don't mean by that, incidentally, all of you. Uh, there's one reporter here who has uh, religiously, when he was covering me, uh, and incidentally, this is no reflection on the others, because some of you, you know, weren't bothered. One reporter, Carl Greenberg, he's the only reporter in the Times that fits this thing, who wrote every word that I said, wrote it fairly, wrote it objectively. Uh, I don't mean that others didn't have a right to do it differently, but Carl, despite whatever feelings he had, felt that he had an obligation to report the facts that he saw. Uh, I am saying these things about the press because I understood that that was one of the things you were particularly interested in. There will be no questions at this point on that score. Carl, I'll be glad to other conducts. Now, I'm, above everything else, I want to express my appreciation to our volunteer workers. It was a magnificent group. $500,000 was spent according to Newsweek magazine to get out the vote on election day. They had a right to do that if they could get the money. We didn't have that kind of money. But believe me, we had a wonderful spirit. And our 100,000 volunteer workers, I was proud of them. I think they did a magnificent job. Uh, I only wish they could have gotten out a few more votes in the key precincts. Because they didn't.
sometimes it appears that we're reaching a period when our senses and our minds will no longer respond to moderate stimulation. We seem to be approaching an age of the gross. Persuasion through speeches and books is too often discarded for disruptive demonstrations aimed at bludgeoning the unconvinced into action. The young, and by this I don't mean by any stretch of the imagination all the young, but I'm talking about those who claim to speak for the young. At the zenith of physical power and sensitivity, overwhelm themselves with drugs and artificial stimulants. Subtlety is lost, and fine distinctions based on acute reasoning are carelessly ignored in a headlong jump to a predetermined conclusion. Life is visceral rather than intellectual, and the most visceral practitioners of life are those who characterize themselves as intellectuals. Truth is to them revealed rather than logically proved, and the principal infatuations of today revolve around the social sciences, those subjects which can accommodate any opinion and about which the most reckless conjecture cannot be discredited. Education is being redefined at the demand of the uneducated to suit the ideas of the uneducated. The student now goes to college to proclaim rather than to learn. The lessons of the past are ignored and obliterated in a contemporary antagonism known as the generation gap. A spirit of national masochism prevailed. A core of impudent snobs who characterize themselves as intellectuals.
of freedom, symbolizing an end as well as a beginning, signifying renewal as well as change. For I have sworn before you and Almighty God the same solemn oath our forebears prescribed nearly a century and three quarters ago. The world is very different now. For man holds in his mortal hands the power to abolish all forms of human poverty and all forms of life. And yet the same revolutionary belief for which our forebears for are still at issue around the globe. The belief that the rights of man come not from the generosity of the state but from the hand of God. <laughs> 